Welcome back to another episode of Red Pill Cartel, folks. Today we have a swap cast uh, with Ghost from My Third Eye podcast. And uh, him and I struck up a little bit of a friendship. Uh, I was supporting him as uh, he first started his show. And uh, we just hooked up and became good friends. And uh, yeah, we just decided to do a swap cast together. And we uh, actually didn't know exactly what we were going to talk about. But it ended up going ended up going into a lot of uh, crazy, freaky, scary, uh, paranormal experiences. Um, mine you might have heard already about, uh, but Ghost shared his for the first time. So there's some pretty good new material in here, guys. And uh, whew, all I can say is uh, buckle up, strap in, smoke a dupe, drink a beer, do what you got to do, and kick back. And enjoy the show. And welcome back to another third up my third eye podcast. Uh, tonight we're going to do a little swap cast. I have Davy Wavy from the Red Pill Cartel coming in. Uh, we're going to talk about spirituality and see where the conversation takes us. Just let the energy flow and and uh, you know have a good time. So I give you Davy Wavy from Red Pill Cartel. How's it going, man? It's a pleasure for you to have me. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming on. I uh, it's 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 awesome hooking up with uh, different different podcasters and stuff, and especially you know, always being on the receiving end of 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 listening to them, like like your podcast and what have you, and then finally get a chance to sit down and you know shoot the shit just to see, you know, what else we might have in common other than you know going back and forth on Instagram and shit. Yeah, for sure. I think I think with spirituality comes a lot of like almost endless conversation, really. Oh, totally. You know yeah. what I mean? Like there's just it's such a once you pop open that third eye, it's like mm-hmm. the sky is the limit. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. It's great. I love it. Like I, I really enjoyed your uh Bigfoot episode. That was that was I pretty did, wild, I did, man. I did too. Um I think you're are you referring to the one with uh Tom Seawood? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, he's knowledgeable. He's a lot, dude. That I would love to like sit down and have a few beers with that guy. Yeah, yeah, totally. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that'd be what a trip that would be, man. Yeah, I always like hearing the uh, the First Nations point on a lot of things, not just Bigfoot, but you know, just just in their their philosophy alone. Because I think for sure, because uh, they they have so much knowledge that's we don't know about. You know, because who the it's never going to be on the news or anything you know what i mean Mm-mm. no like and they're just it's so suppressed yeah and i think they're they're more spiritually connected than we are and, and i think <sighs> people like us that are spiritually awakening because uh, i'm not fully awake i, I feel you're going to always grow but um just with you know how how they're belief systems are in in even down to the creator you know what i mean it, yeah. it just makes more sense than than anything else that i've ever been taught since i've been brought up you know even catholicism or christianity or you know whatever religion you know i attended at the time yeah it makes a lot more sense because they're more grounded with uh the ideas of the creator and things like that like mm-hmm. and from there that's how their culture grew right so i wouldn't want to say culture because i think culture is manufactured but um there are ways of living right like very spiritual oh absolutely you know they're connected to everything 
down to the, the smallest animal, to the plant, to the to earth itself, to the heavens and the stars. You know, there, there, there's a reason how they conduct their lives, why they conduct their lives the way they do, you know, and, and it makes a lot of sense. And, and I also yeah. respect it so much and honor it. For sure. And there's a reason why they've been so suppressed, not only because of, uh, you know, the white man per se taking over the land, but also suppressing their knowledge of the creator, right? Yeah. And yeah. wanting to put in uh, their religious structures, uh, overtake their religious structures with with ours right like it makes sense to me that why it would be suppressed so much right and like if you i'm sure you listen to the grimerica show yes yeah um, you know even back when they were uncovering you know all those uh human remains under those those schools that you guys have up there in canada that was shocking and and why it didn't i mean it hit it hit the world news but it should have hit it harder in my opinion Definitely. Yeah. And it's almost like, you know, we find out about this and now what? It's like next news, you know? Yeah. Well, like, the, yeah, no, on, this on should be, this should be like top notch fucking investigation. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, but I think we should be hearing the, more about this than fucking con did. Yeah. And <clears throat> I think the reason why we don't hear so much about it is because it, it has close ties back to the queen of England. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we can't scar that that lizard person right in her even though like she might she might already be dead yeah who <laughs> <laughs> knows so yeah let's let's uh get into uh how how would how did you first become spiritually awake honestly probably uh probably listening to the tool uh growing up you know i i grew up in a my mom was catholic uh my dad well my my mom and my dad split. I'm, my mom took me, long story short. And anyway, that's how I ended up out here in Pennsylvania. Um, originally from out in Wyoming and Idaho. So she was Catholic. Then she remarried. Um, my stepdad was Mormon. And I didn't follow the Mormon religion. Um, you know, she had me baptized or whatever in that. And then I, then we just kind of didn't really go. And then I met a friend in middle school sixth grade fifth end of fifth grade year beginning of sixth sixth grade year and we became best friends up until uh, life happened and you know he moved away and what have you but I would attend you know Christian assembly church you know just basically read out of the bible or whatever and uh you know I got saved as, as a young kid and you know and then I went into the military and you know yeah your life really opens up because you meet so many different you know ways that people are raised and beliefs and this and that so I kind of fell out of it and then I got out I got back into Christianity for a little while read the Bible cover to cover um was going through some stuff ended up getting uh baptized uh are you are you familiar with the Susquehanna River my uh, yeah. um my family thinks I'm crazy uh does a thing with Michael Wan uh a handbook for the apocalypse okay and uh he does a, he does a lot of there, there's a lot of connection with the Susquehanna River spiritually, apparently. And uh, I was like, well, I'm going to get baptized in my adult life. So why not do it in the middle of January in a nice cold chunk, ice filled river, you know, and I did, but I didn't feel the connection to, I don't want, it's going to sound funny, but to like Jesus or God, there was a, there was an awakening. Like it, I remember going under and, I opened my eyes underwater and I could see clearly, perfectly. 
Like there was no blurry, nothing. I come up and I felt something. And I think at that time is when things changed to, I started listening to Tool in a different mindset. Of course, and, yeah. And, and I started growing spiritually slowly and slowly, but not realizing it at the time. And then uh, a few years ago, got into podcasts and started listening to a whole bunch of different ones, you know, and uh, it started to dawn on me. I realized uh, in the past year, I'm, I'm an empath. I never, I, I didn't know I had a title, uh, basically, but, uh, you know, I pick up on people's energy real well. I feed off it positive, negative, and, and it, I'm very sensitive. Sometimes it, I, I can be in a supermarket and next thing you know, I'm having a, a sensory overload and I'm hearing every conversation spinning around me all at once. Just, bah, 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 and it's like, get me the fuck out of here. Or I'm, it's I'm, overwhelming. I'm, yeah. yeah very I, overwhelming. I know that feeling. Yeah. So, um, then, you know, you, you hear guests that come on like, like shows like, you know, Sam Tripoli's and others. And it's just like, I relate to that. That that's me. That's, that's how I believe that makes much more sense. So at, up in a nutshell, that's where, where me ghost is, uh, <laughs> at in his little spiritual journey. <laughs> that's awesome. Do you, about, do you like the, do you like the band ghost as well? Uh, I've never tried. Oh man, I love them so much. They're so like blatantly satanic, like with really? their imagery and all that. But their music is so good. Like you would think they were a metal band, but they're more like Blue Oyster Cult in a way. Oh, really? Yeah, very okay. good band, man. You I'll should check, check them out. out. Yeah. yeah, let me write that down. Um, yeah, for me, man, it's like a it's a long story, really. Like, I think. Dude, your story um, these... with the with the oh that you you call it almost a, an occult like now that when you were on the streets you know preaching and what have you I yeah, never knew I that, went... that kind of stuff existed and oh yeah I man. heard your story and I was just like dude like they, <laughs> they totally brainwashed this guy <laughs> <laughs> I was uh yeah I, I kind of brainwashed myself right right uh, but yeah, the, the other guy, the street preacher, he was like, and dude, I swear, this is crazy. When we were doing that, uh, when I was out with him on the streets in Toronto, um, he was preaching and these Catholics were walking by and they were praying. And he's like, oh, look at the Catholics. And he started saying like, you guys, you guys pray to the saints, like not Christ, right? Like you guys are in the satanic religion, right? And they were like, <laughs> this is wild. Like I saw this firsthand where there's like five, of these Catholics and they all, when they heard that guy speaking, they all gathered around in a circle and they started praying. Whoa. And it was like almost like a spiritual battle while he was like spitting out facts from the Bible. And they were like, like in a circle praying like against him. It was so crazy, dude. That would be weird to see. Whew, I've never seen anything like that. And I was like, Whoa, like it kind of blew my mind. And I was like, I don't know if this is right, you know, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. shouldn't we all get along? <laughs> yeah, I mean, isn't that the purpose of religion at the end of the day? Right. We're all supposed to get along? No. Yeah, and like <laughs> these people were harmless, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, but this guy is just like spitting out fire, right? Like, holy shit. Like well, all these street preachers, all they do is preach hellfire. I don't get it. Like, Yeah, doom and gloom, end of days. I don't live in a big city. I, I, I went to New York, I think, once. 
uh, wasn't long after 9-11. And I, I, I saw, you know, some street preaching, you know, there, obviously, it's a big city. But even even my, my time, my many times to Vegas, you'd see it, but not not too much, because obviously, it's the it's called Sin City for a reason. For a reason, yeah. <clears throat> I've never been to Vegas. I was close. I was in Arizona. Uh, I was about a three-hour drive away from Vegas. I mean, it would have been worth it. Yeah, I, I'm sure it would be. Uh, I, I went to Arizona twice, too. Oh, man. Yeah, I, uh, I used to get so bored going because we'd go there because um, I was in the Air Force. And it was like every other month we were there because that, that's where the, the training academy is for the, the pilots, you know, what, what they would call pop gun school there in Nellis. <clears throat> so after your first couple times, it's like, I don't want to gamble anymore where can we go to eat? So yeah, buffets out the ass. And at that time, I mean, we're talking 20 some years ago now, but man, it was cheap. You know, all you can eat for like 10 bucks and you could sit there for hours and just put on a show. Reminds me of Vegas vacation. Mm-hmm. You ever see that? Uh, a long time ago. I'll have some of the blue, yeah. some of the, uh, some of the yellow, yep. <laughs> a little bit of the green. <laughs> yeah. It's all slop. <laughs> Yeah, man. So yeah, my story is pretty lengthy. Uh, did you hear it already? I've heard, I've heard, I don't think I've heard from beginning to end per se, only what you've shared with some of your recent guests. Okay. Uh, so basically there's a lot of stuff that happened while I was growing up. Um, uh, particularly the paranormal encounters I've had, the, the mm. voices and whatnot, right? Um, heard it a couple times in my house and then heard it a third time with somebody else. Mm. Uh, and that kind of confirmed everything for me. And, uh, now are the like disembodied voices? Yes. Like whispers or like, no, like a deep booming voice. Ooh. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Enough to make you shit your pants. Pretty much. (laughs) Yeah. Cause the first time I heard it, I was in the basement in the pitch black darkness and my dog was at the foot of my bed and uh uh i just moved my stuff because my brother moved out of it out of the house Mm -hmm. to join the military okay and uh so i took his room in the basement and then i heard this voice and it was was disembodied but it was right in my ear and it said the word oh go ahead sorry yeah it said the word crack i don't know why yeah it just said crack like really deep and i was like And I, I was stunned for like paralyzed for like 20 seconds. I'm like, what the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? And then I ran upstairs finally. I got the balls to jump out of the bed and run upstairs into my parents' bed. <laughs> that was like <laughs> nine or nine or ten years old, right? Dude, basements uh, creeped me out to begin with. Oh, tell me about it, man. Fuck. Took me a lot of guts to go back down there and play video games where I had all my games and shit, right? Oh, I bet. But uh, yeah, when I jumped in the bed, they're like, what's, what's the matter? What's the matter? And I'm like, I heard a voice. I heard a voice. <clears throat> and they're like, oh, you've been watching too many movies, right? That's how people always <laughs> brush that shit off, right? Right. And then the second time, it was like months later or something. And I was in uh, the basement again, playing games. And my, always, only my mom was home. And uh, she's sitting in the living room upstairs. And I'm downstairs playing games. And I heard her call me. The top of the stairs, so I go upstairs, and my mom's sitting in the living room, and I'm like, "Mom, did you call me?" She's like, "No." Oh, and then, uh, yeah. So then I go back downstairs, 
I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, okay, whatever. Playing a game again. Five minutes later, David. Fuck. Go upstairs. No way. Go upstairs again. She's still sitting in the living room watching TV. Like, mom, why do you keep calling me? She's like, I'm not calling you. So you were the only one hearing it. She she couldn't hear it. She couldn't hear it. Oh, man. So then I go back downstairs again. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Not even five minutes later, I hear it again, but it was like angry, like David. Ooh, now do you think <laughs> it was, was the like, same entity? I think so, yeah. Okay. And I just dropped my shit and I ran upstairs and sat and living with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you tell her? You know what? I didn't tell her. No, because after no. probably after the first time, they, oh, well, they didn't believe me the first time. Why would I tell them again? Exactly, yeah. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, the third time was uh, when my parents were. It was like my parents, my brother from the military, he came home for a visit uh, with his wife and uh, they all went out to bingo and she was looking after me. And so we were playing cards in the dining room and um, she's like, oh, I'm thirsty. Can you grab me a drink? So I get up, grab her a drink from the closet because there's no pop in the fridge. So we grab, I grab one from the closet. I come back, I give it to her. She says, thank you. And then right after that, we both heard from the living room around the corner. Thank you. Whoa. <laughs> now, is your house, was that house super old? Like, was, I think it was built in like the 60s or 70s. So it's not, yeah. So, okay. It's not, it wasn't super old. Okay. Now, it was kind of creepy looking though. I have pictures okay. of it on Instagram. <laughs> did, did anybody die in that house or were you guys the original owners? uh i no we weren't the original owners we were renting it actually okay i looked into it i tried looking into it and i couldn't find anything about it so hmm. but, that's uh, weird yeah yeah and i still have dreams about it that house wow like yeah so there's something connected you know what i mean it's yeah because well. most most of the time other than um there was a recent episode on another podcast i listened to this guy had haunted properties and the weird thing is, is they were um, brand new buildings. And here it turned out that the Amish were actually casting some spells on the dude. And no way. Yeah, playing some dark magic. On they them. do that shit. Yeah, it's it's. I guess so. I guess every kind of religion or culture would do that, right? Yeah, I mean, they. It's not widely known, but uh, yeah, they do practice some dark arts. They're not. They're not the whole holy roller, you know, devout that they try to portray. You know, they right. they got some shady shady past going on with them. So well, they do kind of creep me out a little bit. Yeah, you have <laughs> you have Amish up your way. We have yeah, we have uh, Amish and Mennonites as well. Okay, yeah, we have both too. But down here, because I'm in Pennsylvania, I'm like right in the heart of it. So you have so many different sects. S-E-C-T-S or whatever. Yeah. Of of the Amish and not so, Amish people having sex, but different sects correct. of Amish. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a hard word to say. <laughs> but, uh, uh so yeah, some have stronger beliefs with colors. It's just it's weird. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's fascinating to me. It is, it is. Yeah. It, it is a fascinating way to live your life. You know, I but the simplicity simplicity of it does fascinate me i definitely don't uh hold anything against them for doing no, that like i don't no. look at them like they're nuts uh i think they're ahead of us when it comes to living off the grid <laughs> oh absolutely you know so. and and 
the only thing that that drives me nuts is it's kind of like when they start speaking in their Dutch and it's like, okay, I know you're talking about me, you know, well, I, I get that, That's, that's <laughs> just like any other, uh, uh, race too, right? Mm-hmm. Like if I'm around like Indians, there's a lot of East Indians here up in Canada. Right. Uh, especially where I live in Brampton, we call it Brown town. Cause there's okay. so many Indians, right? But, uh, if you're like, say at a store or something, there's like a few Indian guys, they'll be talking and they'll look, look at you too right while they're talking it's like fuck fuck off you know yeah <laughs> you can speak english i know so speak right. english <laughs> the only reason you're speaking your native tongue is because you want to talk shit on me exactly <laughs> so so i started learning a little bit of their language like just like the curse words and shit right so i know like when i when i hear something I'm, i pick it out i'm like oh yeah <laughs> uh-huh. i got you buddy <laughs> So, uh, so after that, what happened? Oh, um, well, I, I consider those incidences like part of my awakening, okay. but it wasn't until years later. Um, but a lot of stuff happened paranormally, like with my, my friend and shit and, uh, you know, oh, so years later I contacted my brother's wife because mm-hmm. they were divorced at this time. Right. Okay. Uh, I found her on Facebook. I contacted her and I asked her about that time. Right. Right. And she said, no, that never happened. Really? Yeah, dude. Even though she, okay. All right. Cause, cause, cause when, when that happened, she looked at me, we looked at each other and she grabbed my hand really hard. She goes, did you hear that? I'm like, yeah. And then we, she's like, let's just go outside and wait for people, everybody to get home. Cause she was as terrified as I was. Oh, I bet. Oh, yeah but then years later she completely denied it hmm. now maybe and it I, could have been because she's the, now do you are you guys like friends no i just i've lost touch with her okay I, yeah could be the fact that uh, you know you're her ex's brother and she's just like ah fuck off i don't want to talk there, to you there's that but uh <clears throat> no because we were talking like pretty good until i asked her that right mm-hmm. and then after that i was just like that was it was like, <laughs> but uh um where was i going with this uh oh yeah i've had discussions with people about this and uh they they basically say you know some people just do not want to open up the the that world in their life right you know they just deny it because no that never happened you know well it's not it's going sc- there it scares them you know it shows them that there's more to this reality than than what's right in front of our face exactly and that's what it was for me. I was, I became more curious, whereas she was like, nope, you know, yeah, closing the door. I, I have, I have it. kids and shit. I don't want to deal with that. I'm just closing that door. Mm-hmm. But me, I'm like opening all the doors to see what the fuck was that. Right. Right. And it wasn't until I was, uh, I think it was like 13 years old when I went to my brother's house in Ottawa for Christmas. And, uh, I was super tired because we got there like five in the morning I think I and we opened you gifts. You heard me talk about this I one. Yeah. So. yeah. But keep going. Okay. So, uh, we opened gifts and everything, blah, 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 blah. And then my dad and I were super tired. So we went for a nap downstairs and, uh, I had remembered a previous conversation that my friend told me about because he was in philosophy class in high school Mm -hmm. and he was talking about how his philosophy teacher 
was telling them about uh, astral projection and how one of the ways to do it is when you're really tired <laughs> and you lay down flat on your back and you picture a beam of light from the your third eye. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't hear it referred to as third eye back then. For, for me, it was just a, a beam of light from your forehead to the tips of your toes. And I suddenly that idea came popping into my head when I was like super tired and sure enough boom I was lifting out of my body oh wow and I could hear a sound of like you know when you um turn the radio all the way uh to the right or the left of the band bandwidth Mm -hmm. and it's super staticky yeah that's what it sounded like and everything was black and white and I could hear my heartbeat just go like right in my ear like super loud and high-pitched squeal and I'm just moving floating towards the staircase and I go up and around the corner and then I get terrified and I go suck me back my body and I'm like whoa what the fuck was that that would be weird <laughs> weird and cool at, at the same time at, at 13 years old man would probably scare yeah, but yeah 13 probably scare me a little bit yeah and so that whole Christmas day, I was a complete zombie because I tried to tell my family about what happened and they all said exactly what my dad said when I heard the voices was, you're watching too many movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that astral yeah. projection, that, that fascinates me. Mm-hmm. I've been able to do it a few more times since. Oh, nice. Now, do you ever yeah. go to... Some people go to different planets or realms or never been anywhere outside of my immediate area because i get too scared get sucked back in (laughs) yeah that's that's a thing like i would love to 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 do it but then there's that aspect what if i can't get back to my body that's that's i think the greatest fear Mm -hmm. yeah yeah definitely the greatest fear like because i've heard uh i've read about astral projection since right mm-hmm. i've heard all kinds of things like it's satanic to practice it or if you go out there you're going to find an entity that's going to attack you and uh another thing where we have this silver cord from our umbilical cord attached to our spirit umbilical uh, belly button right mm-hmm. and if that cord gets severed somehow then you're you're dead <laughs> yeah see I, so, think I don't know you know more and more when i hear people put a lot of bad information on something that could potentially be good they're doing it because they know it's probably an ancient practice that was practiced for good for knowledge of you know opening your pineal gland and they don't want us to know this shit anymore so yeah oh yeah it's satanic you know exactly that'll keep the christians away from doing it oh it's you know this it's going to keep the uh the the spiritual people away from doing it so i've learned to okay you want you want to throw bad stuff at it well now i'm going to go deeper into looking at why exactly yeah that's that's how my perspective (laughs) is now like because I, I believe that uh, I believe a lot of stuff in the Bible. And one of the things that it says is that God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of a sound mind. Right. right? So anything that's fear-based to me is like trying to not get you to do it, you know, mm-hmm. kind of, you know? Yeah. Especially astral projection. Like, why not? I mean, it's probably, an, it's 
obviously it's a natural thing that we can do, but it's mm -hmm. been suppressed from us, right? Yep. Yeah, so, been... like, yeah. uh, I don't know if you know the band um, Gojira. No, I don't. I'm not really familiar with them. Oh, man, you got to listen to them, too. Uh, <laughs> it's like uh, <clears throat> Godzilla, that, how they say Godzilla in Japanese, Gojira. Okay. They wanted to call the band Godzilla, but they couldn't get the rights to it. So they called it the Japanese way, G-O-J-I-R-A. And uh, they have a song called Esoteric Surgery. Okay. And it's basically about uh, astral projection, do, uh, performing astral projection and healing your, your, your physical body through the spirit realm. When oh, you nice. come back. Yeah. That kind of Amazing. sounds like a DMT trip all at the same time. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like these in the lyrics, it's like there's a secret code in the structure of the mind. You have the power to heal yourself. I'm and a firm uh, believer in that. Yeah. Um, what's that? There's another song that I love by Tool. I uh, forget what it's called though. I'm, I'm trying to remember it. Uh, it's on 10, uh, 10,000 Days. Uh, oh. It's like about the DMT trip. It's like. Uh, it's oh, an instrumental yeah. we're talking over it where he's talking about like uh the aliens abducting abducting him and telling them that he's the chosen one and then when he gets out of the trip he he uh shit his he said he sh uh, shit the bed again because i forgot my pen right God damn, <laughs> shit the bed. yeah, yeah. so oh, good shit. yeah fuck what oh i know the song too um rosetta stone that's the one yeah yeah that's the one that's, uh, that's like one of my favorites that's one of my favorite songs on that album and i told my friend who who is also a tool fan I, i'm like yeah dude rosetta stone is like one of my favorites on that album he's like i always skip that one i'm like what yeah well that's how like when lateralis came out a lot of people were like ah fuck this and then all of a sudden when you get when you grow a little bit that album really starts hitting you closer because you're like oh shit this is all about a spiritual journey and, oh, absolutely and almost uh, all their music from after anima i think was all spirituality yeah totally yeah yeah even their newest album uh like numa i started real kind of like looking into to numa and, and what it meant it, it I mean one breath one 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 voice that he's yep. talking about the creation and i was just yep. like oh man you know it's like the god breathed and then uh -huh. creation was was born right yeah yep that's crazy and then then you have that little uh conspiracy theory out there that did they you know predict the uh, predict the jabby with uh fear inoculum right yeah so it's like oh fuck i wouldn't doubt it i wouldn't either <laughs> honestly because <laughs> when that album came out it was only like a few months later mm -hmm. boom we're in this fucking scamdemic right yeah we're we're, we're in a, we're in a and i think what they're what they were trying to tell us is don't be scared of this because it's bullshit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> be inoculated against the fear. Yeah, yeah. There's so much. I I don't know. Tools done so much for my life that uh, it I I couldn't live without listening to the tool. <laughs> I know, like all like they're definitely deep into the occult, right? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, I think Danny Carey especially. Oh, yeah. yeah he's, he's got a. I think he's got a little entity locked up in a in a box no shit something like that yeah 
I'd have, I'll have to look into it a little bit. Oh, I'd like to, been, I'd like to know about that. Yeah. I, I've, I've heard it and, and I've looked into it a little bit. This was years ago and I was just like, damn dude. Okay. It makes sense. I, I see where you get, you know, you're coming from, you know, he did the, he was responsible for the early videos with the claymation and stuff. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I see where you, uh, uh, Adam Jones was a special effects artist before he joined the band too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think he still dabbles in that for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. That guy kind of creeps me out. It, he is. He, you can <laughs> you can tell he has a dark side. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're just like. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Danny, Danny doesn't though. Danny's just like this happy-go-lucky dude. Oh, He's yeah. always smiling, and and then you got Maynard who's always like, "I make wine now." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Try it. uh he's a trip because i think he does that just to to fuck with people probably you know what i mean like uh it's it's good stuff they're they're creative geniuses for sure yeah definitely i remember going to um uh barry ontario and um there was like this uh kind of like this uh drum competition up there in the park okay and this one kid gets up he must have been like 15 16 just killing tool man oh wow oh it was amazing i had to go up to him after i'm like dude you're awesome (laughs) there's some videos on facebook of like uh really cool high school teachers and getting their their kids together and doing like like 46 and 2 and and stuff like that and having all these kids play all these different instruments and having you know to maybe one person do the vocals or whatever but it, it it's amazing i was like man i would have loved to have had a music teacher like that because then i would have joined the band you know what i mean absolutely and instead then, of just like playing a tuba or a recorder yeah or, you know it's like <laughs> my my uh music teacher actually he encouraged everybody to like you know step up you know because mm-hmm. he had a he teach he taught guitar as well and i took his guitar classes and um then decided to uh get a couple guys together we're all kiss fans oh nice and uh we played uh strange ways and deuce uh strange ways is a deep deeper cut on uh, hotter than hell but it's one of my favorite songs and so we did those two and my guitar teacher is actually like listening to us and like you know he's like that's awesome, but why don't you try this? You know, so he's kind of directing us a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. So he was he was good in that way. And then um, he, uh, I found years later, like just recently, that he has his own Spotify. He's got like hundreds of thousands of listeners while he's playing guitar. He's retired from teaching. He's no just shit. making music now. I'm like, yeah, dude. Man, <laughs> so I came into contact awesome. with him. Like, I'm so glad to see you doing this, you know? Oh, yeah. You know, so cool it's like like 20 years later 25 years later right? <laughs> yeah and you're like dude that, that was my teacher that was my yeah. teacher <laughs> i'm so proud of him and he's great like i had him for english too and i he had me engaged in the, in that subject too i was like great teacher great guy you know mm-hmm. and they're, they're hard to come by i i had a couple that 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 stick out you know through through high school and middle school and elementary and what have you and and I'll never forget them because they actually would take the time. Okay. You know, obviously this kid's not getting it. So let's sit down one-on-one and and, and help them or make the subject 
so fascinating and entertaining to want to learn. Like my fifth grade teacher made history fun to learn. And I I, I credit him. I think he's passed away now, but uh, I credit him for, for my love of, of history. Not, you know, not just, you know, civil war stuff. That was his, his little niche, but just history in general, you know, I love it. You know, I love going down rabbit holes and, you know, watching stuff on, on, on like forbidden history that, that we were never taught and has been covered up. And then now we're going back and, uh, you know, rediscovering it almost for the first time. And, and it's like, Oh, wow, this is really fascinating yeah. stuff. <clears throat> uh, just like you said, there is teachers that I will never, ever forget. You know, there's also the ones that are forgettable, but I still remember them anyway. Right. But the ones I, I'll never forget, man, those are the ones that I would like to like reach out to now and see how they are, you know, because yeah. I would like to, to just say, you know, like you were like one of the only ones where I was actually fully engaged in your class yeah. because you made it so uh, fun or interesting, you know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> even the way like my biology teacher, he was one of my favorites. Oh, God, I sucked at biology. I, I didn't because my teacher was so good. Like yeah, he was, that. the way he enunciated things was funny, but at the same time, it stuck with you. You know right. what I mean? Like all the little body parts, like in, in, <laughs> in the kidneys or whatever, the, the, the ureter, right? Yeah. He, he, the way he would say it was like, it's attached to the ureter, right? <laughs> well, I <laughs> We'd laugh, but we it'd stick in her head, right? Right. I actually did approach him years later when I went to college to get my transcript. I went back to the high school to get my transcript, mm-hmm. and I ran into him. I'm like, "Oh, Mr. Zerbrig." He's like, "Oh, I don't remember you, right?" <laughs> and then uh, I'm like, "Well, it doesn't matter. I just wanted to tell you that, like, you're one of the most standout teachers for me in high school." And he's like, "Oh, thank you so much," you know. <laughs> but it's like. He's probably humbled by it, but it, you know this guy's part of my consciousness forever, right? Right. Oh, absolutely. I just love shit like that. Like looking back in my life after being awakened, it's like I can really make the connections there, like why they were in my life. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You were you were meant to learn something at that moment from. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Whether whether it was a good experience or a bad experience, you you still learned and grew somehow out of it. That's right, yeah. But yeah. you don't realize it until you know you become that spiritual person, and you're like, ah, now I can see why that happened. Mm-hmm. I can see why I had this haunting, quote unquote, experience because it was there to make me realize there is more to more than meets the eye. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, there's more to this existence than just this table or mm-hmm. this bottle of water or whatever is in front of me. There's something beyond what I see. Yep. Yeah, I I, uh, I never really shared my paranormal stories. Um, I, I've shared them with my wife and, you know, friends at the time, my, my best friend, you know, in high school and what have you. Um, I, the the small town that I grew up in uh, is famous for Joseph Priestley, and he was the guy who discovered oxygen. Now his house, uh, 
is turned into a museum. And I think it was his mother's house. Uh, still, still there. It's the public library. Well, uh, I, I think it was either my junior or senior year. They had a, a program. They, I don't know why they called it community service, but they did. But if you, you went out in the community and performed a service, you got, it was either history credits or math credits. I forget. You got credits towards, you know, towards your topic or whatever for, for graduation. So I decided, well, I'll just volunteer at the, uh, the library. And then when I'm done, you know, I only have three blocks to walk to go home. You know, that, that was my whole point of doing it until I was sitting there clipping coupons one day. And, you know, there was always the rumor, you know, Oh, that place is haunted. You know, people would see like, like a glowing light every now and again, move from one room to another. And I was sitting there, I was clipping coupons because they'd get all the newspapers and then people could come in and, you know, go through the coupons, you know, it's just like, you know, a free service that, you know, they provided for the community back then and uh, yeah. very bottom shelf. Um, I don't know, it was six inches off the, off the floor. And there was books on display on, on different shelves. And, but on the very bottom one, there's these three books. And all of a sudden I hear this noise and I turn around and these three books are about four feet out from the wall laying flat down. And I was like, oh shit. So I went, got the, the headlight brand. She's like, oh yeah, it's probably just Mrs. Priestley playing a joke on you again. It's like, oh, okay. oh my God. Yeah. So fast forward and i don't know exactly what chronological time frames these happened in but um i would get there and uh one of the the chores or duties you know people would return the books well the children's book were up on the second level so they had you'd go up the steps and come around and you could walk straight to get magazines but if you hung a hard right and came back and then if you were looking straight there was uh, a librarian's office there. Well, that little office was Mrs. Priestley's room where she used to sit and knit, I guess, back in the day. I came around the corner and there she was sitting, looking out the window. And then oh, shit. I just kind of closed my eyes for a second, open it, and, and she was gone. I was like, oh, fuck. I'm like, okay, all right, maybe this is true. Or maybe I'm just seeing shit. So how old were you at the time again? Um, uh, I'd say 16 or 17. Okay. So, so still, somewhere. still a little bit receptive to the spirit realm. Yeah. So, uh, I, 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 I'd said something to one of the staff and they're like, Oh no, that's common. A lot of people, you know, even some of the other staff have, have seen it, you know, she's sometimes she's sitting there rocking, you know, looking out. I was like, okay, this is fucked up. This is weird. And then another time I was putting, uh, the magazines and the children's books back on the shelves, you know, chronological or whatever order that I forget what they used to call it back then. You know, we have Google now. So, um, so I'm walking from one room down this little ramp in, into the next room. And there's a, they had a door that had a padlock on it, but they never kept, they just kind of had the padlock through it and made it look like it was locked, but it wasn't really ever lashed. And that's where they keep not, not yeah, not locked so they would keep the i think the newspapers i want to say newspapers and maybe yeah maybe it was just newspapers but they'd keep them for so many years i think it was like five or ten years and then they would discard them in case anybody wanted to come back and look for you know records or whatever they 
this is a small library. So you, it wasn't like going into, you know, one of these big ones where, oh, okay, can I, can I have the microfilm for this or that? You know, no, this is right. podunk middle of uh, Pennsylvania here. So, um, so I walked through and doors closed, go around, put the magazines back on their little shelf that, you know, what have you go back, grab another stack, walking down the ramp doors wide open. I'm like, what in the hell that was just closed. So by the time I walked back, grabbed another stack of magazines, and we're talking like, you know, what, 10 magazines at a time or whatever, I forget how lazy I was. Um, that, I, no noise, I never heard a noise, but that lock was pulled out, undone, and the door was hanging wide open. I'm Holy like, oh, shit. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I, put, I put the shit down, and I finished out the rest of the day downstairs. I was like, I ain't going back up there. Well, this building um, had a third story and in, okay, actually it would have been a third and a half story, maybe a fourth story. And that's where the slave chambers used to be. Um, Oh God. Yeah. So the third floor was where they would keep all like the, the extra folding chairs, banquet tables, if they had, you know, if they were putting on a presentation down, you know, you'd carry them down to the, you know, first floor or whatever. And I had to put some stuff back up there. And the one librarian took me up and we went up and I had this uneasy feeling. Like it just creeped you. It creeped you out bad. And she's like, you know, the chairs will go over here and this and that. um, Then she was telling me a story. There was a skeleton key that they always kept in this one door. She goes, you know, there's a little funny story, you know, if we take that skeleton key out and put it in the drawer down by where you check out the next day, it's going to be back up here. (laughs) I'm like, are you serious? She's like, oh yeah, dead serious. Uh, I've seen it with my own eyes. You know, I was like, okay, well, we'll just leave it there. Well, and it's a tiny, now I'm six, five to about two forty. Now I was a taller kid, you know, in high school. Um, I wasn't, I didn't weigh this much, but it was, it was still narrow to go up this old staircase. So I'm going up and I'm carrying something and I get around the corner and all of a sudden it, it, it almost reminded you of the, the, the ghost in, in uh, Ghostbusters in the library scene where she's like, ah. well, I get around the corner and there, she, there's this entity in like period clothing just looking at me and went, because I was singing out loud like a Christian song or something like, like God's got an army. He's not afraid to fight, you know, because I was I was into that at that time. And to the slave quarters, the door never shut fully tight. And it was, you know, cracked maybe like, I don't know, a couple inches. And this thing just poof, right in to that crack and disappeared. I dropped my shit, walked downstairs. Well, actually i ran downstairs i was gonna say did you actually drop did you actually drop your shit in your pants well no i I did have full control of my bowels but i I don't know how i did but yeah i dropped what was ever in my hand and i ran down i i I told the librarian i said you know what happened she's like okay yeah don't worry about it we'll we'll get it and you know and she saw i was pale as pale could be i was i was scared i was like fuck this shit but that's yeah, to this day, always sticks out out to me. And, and then my buddy, he had a he had a bright idea that apparently he was going to summon Satan and 
his his bedroom one night and uh found himself supposedly bowing to the feet of of satan and then he had a a nice little attachment attached to him for for quite some time uh, i remember wow through yeah. what means um he did some he had a little coffee can i don't know exactly what he did he was putting stuff in it i have no idea like i said no his family was super christian that's who i went to church with you know in teenage dark years you, i guess you start experimenting with some stuff and what have you but he he tells me the next day that he did this and i'm like dude what the f why would you do that he's like i don't know you know gave me some bullshit reason and he was telling me about this attachment and i'm not even going to repeat the name of the attachment because i i don't even want to give it give it power again yeah but he had this in his bedroom he had the old style windows you know with the pulleys and ropes and his one bedroom window when you put it up it jammed it it took a lot to get back down and he he was sitting there telling me and i i, I said the the entity's name out loud i said oh this he's just he's nothing but a fucking pussy and i had my hand sitting kind of on the on the windowsill and all of a sudden the window just slammed and i pulled my oh, hands back shit. just in time and i looked at him he goes see i told you he's like don't mess with him i'm like dude you did some fucking dark shit he I don't want this is bad dude this is bad and at the time we used to play around like we had a, a little radio station and we'd play you know we'd do commentary you know kind of like kind of like podcasting I guess now and uh you know we play songs in between and if you back in the day with a tape player if you if you held the fast or the record button down halfway it would record in a way that when you played it back, you sound like Alvin and the Chipmunks. I used to do that too. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot. <laughs> yeah. So we, we were we were messing around doing that, and um, we played it back. And in the middle of hearing our voices in Alvin and the Chipmunks, you heard it in the slowed down speed of "You will die," and we were like, "Dude, do you hear that?" He's like, yeah. And we rewound it. And every time you will die. No, um, thanks. I'd, throw yeah. that, I'd fucking burn that tape. Uh, yeah, I, I think we did get rid of it. But it, it, dude, we didn't go into his room for, for quite some time. He ended up, I think, getting rid of it somehow, you know, just through his his faith and what have you. But it was dark for a little while. And then I had an entity attached to me that would do, you know, weird stuff. It, it was a female entity um nothing nothing really harmful uh the last time she ever really made a big appearance is when i got out of the air force and i was riding i was delivering uh learning to get my cdl basically and my buddy that was teaching me uh for my ride-alongs and stuff for the company that i was working with i was telling him about this and he's like are you, are you sure i was like yeah you know you know she changed you know, the traffic lights to green for me and this and that. Well, we're driving down this, this road and the light turned red. And I said, so-and-so go turn the light green. It no sooner turned red, it flipped back to green. There was a car getting ready to pull out. It slammed on its brakes and we went right through. And he Holy just looked at me shit. like, you ain't lying. I said, no, I'm not lying. I need, and at, at the time I was like, oh, this is kind of cool until I played with a Ouija board and she admitted to killing 
this girl I was kind of dating at the time um, killed uh, her ex's dog. And I realized I need to cleanse myself of this and just said prayers and while having got it, got it out of my, my, my life. So I haven't had a knock on wood. Um, haven't had any experiences with, with her since, but yeah. Wow. Some weird, weird shit. Where did that come from? The entity, ah, I think playing with a Ouija board. Oh, originally. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, See, there was this guy in high school that I knew. I didn't know him very well, but uh, he was a cool guy, you know? And um, he was telling me like when he was in like middle school, uh, him and his friends were playing with a Ouija board and, uh, and like in the playground. And uh, he said he felt something like enter his body. And he was like, after that, he was almost like he wouldn't talk to anybody. His parents thought he was he was nuts and hmm. put him in a psych ward for a little bit. Oh, and damn. Yeah, because he thought he was possessed. And I don't I know how he was. got rid. I don't know how he got rid of it. But he said, yeah, eventually it just I just kind of like came out of it, you know. Hmm. Yeah, my but buddy. Like he, he he said he was he felt like he was going nuts. I bet because my buddy, uh, I forgot to tell you, there was times he'd wake up with like th- three scratch marks in the middle of his back and, and stuff like that. And he he was a notorious nail biter. Like he would chew him to the point where, you know, he barely had any fingernails. You know, <sighs> and so yeah. yeah, I was like, it was it was a weird time, you know. And and like I said, you know, your dark depressed teenage years and. You know, not everybody has dark depression, you know, but, you know, I'm in my 40s. So, you know, that was, I don't know, most, most kids, people my age, we did kind of go through that for whatever reason, if it was the music that we were listening to or what. But I did too. I was about 14 or 15, 14, I think. Mm-hmm. And I just, I was just, it's, it's kind of weird. <clears throat> I got a, uh, I think it was like some kind of a booster shot. Maybe it was for tetanus or something. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I remember specifically that right after I got that booster shot, I didn't feel right. Uh, the same night, I was like, something doesn't feel right, like mentally, right? Mm-hmm. And it almost felt like I was, I was constantly viewing myself from afar. Like I felt like I really, I felt like I was like detached from my body in a, in a sense. Okay. Um, almost like I was observing myself and I, I didn't feel right at all. And this was, this lasted for like a good few months, I think hmm. uh, to the point where there was this girl that was like uh, all over me. She wanted me. And I was like, I didn't really want anything to do with her because I was like, so out of my mind at the time it That's lasted weird. like a good three, four months. And I was like, I just felt really like depressed and like, what the fuck is going on with this life? Like, I don't know what's going on anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. And suddenly it just kind of, that kind of went away. But I, I don't know if it was the vax, the, I'm not going to say vaccine, uh, but booster shot, right? Right. Like, it, 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 I almost attribute it to that because as soon as I got that, that's when I started feeling. Yeah, and it could have been. I mean, we don't know what they put in this shit. That's or true, how, yeah. how long they've been putting shit into our, our, our jabs. Yeah. So, but yeah, it, you know, a whole bunch of 
weird things, you know, and then finding out, you know, in the past year being an empath, I used to do this thing. Like if I, I kind of did it with you the other night and it, it was clicking, but I don't think it was click. It was trying to click, but didn't fully click. With the colors? Some, yeah. If I talk to somebody for, for a little while, I'll start picking up on, on colors that are around them. Right. And um, I freaked my one friend out from, from England. He was on my second episode, Alan. And the one night we're, you know, we're sitting there talking. I'm like, dude, are you, you have a lot of green around you. And he said, and he's like, oh, my computer screen's green. And all of a sudden you hear him go, oh shit. I said, what? He goes, you're seeing the colors of my walls. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, and then I'd pick out other random colors and it, I don't, I don't know how it happens. It just does. It, it's nothing. I don't even know how to turn it on or off. Or it's whatever. pretty wild. Just, Cause it's so far away, you know? Yeah. It's almost like a, I'm remote viewing, but not remote, remote viewing. I, I yeah. don't know. I'm, I'm still trying to figure this shit out to be honest right. with you. <laughs> like, Are we all? <laughs> yeah. Like, like I used to do it back in the day, like, you know, talking on the phone with, you know, when I was in the military with people back home or whoever, or wherever they are. And, uh, and then I just kind of forgot about it. And then, um, this past year I, I, I started making my own quinine and what have you. And I think that kind of opened up my third eye a little bit more, like it helped, you know, decalcify it. And I quit, t- you know, try not to put any fluoride into my body the best I can. Cause they sneak it in any way they can, even down to Gatorade and what have you. But, uh, so yeah, I think that kind of had something to do with it that, you know, it, I'm discovering, okay, so this is why I have these feelings. Okay. It's called being an empath. And then I can do this. What purpose does that serve for me though? You know what I mean? Like I can't figure out, okay, why am I picking up on some stupid random color that, that that's present around you? What, what, what purpose yeah, like is what, that? What good is that for? Yeah. Uh, aside from freaking out whoever you're telling <laughs> right you know like how the fuck do you know you know are you looking in my no i'm not looking in your window i'm thousands of miles away from you it's funny because you were telling me like there's red around you somewhere and i'm like looking around like no nah, man i got no fucking red right and then you're like maybe on you and i'm like oh for fuck's sakes my red shorts <laughs> <laughs> And then I think I went to the washroom and I was just like, wow, that's fucking crazy, man. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah it's weird. I, I, like I said, I, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out why and what purpose it has, but it, you know, it's, it's fun to do every now and again, I guess when it happens, you know, you look back at it, it's like, Hmm, I wonder, wonder why that popped into my head. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, you it's just... funny too. Cause when you, when you're telling me all that, like about the colors and everything, I was like, take a look at my my view here you can see like the the other people's balconies um all i get is your uh green screen Uh, oh you know what i don't know why anyway (laughs) um anyway um i was looking at other people's balconies to see if like this guy is like here (laughs) (laughs) no like this guy like does he know where I live? <laughs> no. No, I'm just sitting down here in, in central Pennsylvania having a couple beers. <laughs> That's funny, man. Yeah. I have I have a couple Call of Duty friends in Pennsylvania. I'm not I don't remember exactly where they are. Uh but yeah, I was telling you they're they're pay, big time patriots. Actually yeah. the guy is um 
part of like a patriot group okay and he's trying to start like this thing right uh, he's very involved with it like doing a lot of work uh but yeah and they have fucking they're they have guns stacked to the nines at their place oh i bet and they're <laughs> when this whole thing started they were like hey davy if you want to come down here and stay and bunk with us and transfer your job man you're you're more than welcome because the shit's it's getting Dude. worse up here in canada you know well didn't t- uh trudeau just come out and ban all military state style assault weapons oh and... yeah that was a while ago yeah oh was it okay i just yeah. recently saw a, a clip about it so it's hard to tell when when it come out but that guy's such it's... a fucking piece of shit oh he's a, he is a piece of shit and then premier ford he, he he's a piece of shit too like absolutely he tried to he tried coming out uh like like he was a good guy and you know f- for you guys and then no you're you're just a typical another piece of shit politician well his uh i don't know if you know this but his uh pay grade went through the roof after this whole when he started locking us down Mm -hmm. it's like good little puppet here's your nice raise right and it's so it's such a huge uh raise that everybody heard about it and they're like makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah that that even that that made some news even down here in, in the states yeah (laughs) okay yeah we we see where you're coming from yeah you you get your people to 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 comply and we'll make sure your pockets are are nice exactly nice and full and it blows my mind now that people still can't see this like we're on what our third variant now or something like that yeah well third variant but we we skipped a whole shit ton in between them yeah you know the what name, i mean the names yeah, yeah like yeah just, it never it never went through any of those it just jumped right to omicron yeah <laughs> and i out. i had i put a post up uh because i had another account i don't know if you know that um mm-hmm. my davy wavy 2112 account which is got shadow banned and then recently somebody hacked it and now i have no access to it oh wow uh but uh on that account before I was shadow banned. I posted the World Economic Forum uh, list of all the variants that are planned to be released. Mm, I think I've seen that list. Yeah. And it's like, I show this to people and I'm like, do you get it yet? Yeah. Do you it, get it? And the, you know? And then, and then I posted on this account, I had uh, previously posted all of the uh, World Economic Forum variants that were planned to be released on my old account and omicron was on there for around this time so Hmm. get it yet yeah (laughs) it's all every 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 time a new variant comes out it's like i just laugh i'm like yep yep here it is yep i knew it was coming i knew it was coming you know and people people are too stupid to realize if if this was an actual disease that was killing people, people and, and so deadly, you know, they wouldn't tell you to quarantine in your in your house for ten days. You yeah, know, they, they'd actually give you treatment. And the fact that uh, oh, okay, you got your first shot. Now you need an extra shot. Now you need a booster shot. Now you need another booster shot. And it's like, are you guys too stupid to realize you get this same? Sh- most people get this same shot every year. It's called the flu shot. Because yeah. that's what the flu is, is a novelty coronavirus. That's exactly. all they are. And yeah. we shut the whole world down for the flu. 
and people still don't get it. And they're like, oh, well, well, it's so dead. Is it really deadly? Is it? Because I don't know anybody personally that's died. Um, my father-in-law was recently hospitalized. He, he got it, but he, he also has COPD. Uh, he had a heart trans, you know, a heart attack years ago. So he has heart issues and he's in his late seventies, you know, um, but he made it through, uh, you know, so if it's just so deadly, people should be, be dropping in the streets, but yeah. we don't see that. And it's, it's never like, Oh, I know, I know somebody who died from COVID. It's, I know somebody who, who from that's knows somebody that knows somebody that died. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's always like third or fourth hand accounts. It's like, Oh, okay. You know, I believe people have died from this, but people die from the flu every year too. And well, that, 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 I think that's all they did was they, created a boogeyman called COVID-19 and really all it is is the fucking flu mm-hmm. and because you see that the flu numbers have dropped like it doesn't huge. even exist yeah it killed it yeah how does a virus kill another virus right and, and it pretty much killed cancer and everything else you know yeah it's like these it's like and that that's why I get frustrated and kind of why I started the podcast is because you know you don't really have anybody to talk to about this and you say it best this doing sitting down doing an interview talking with people is like going to church or therapy or 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 anything because finally i i can speak my mind freely to someone else who does get it and 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 wants to to continue the conversation on whatever the topic may be but just you know like we're doing now with the, this whole flu thing you know why can't it frustrates me like if i can see it i'm a simpleton i'm not i know i'm not a genius why can't you see it that's the thing it's like i'm just a normal dude you know yeah if i can see this so clearly through intuition yeah right it's through pure intuition also looking and researching the, the actual facts but it's like me, I knew it was bullshit from the very beginning. And then I started researching and I'm like, yeah, okay. My intuition was fucking spot on, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Your gut, your gut doesn't lie to you. You know, yeah. when, when you have a gut feeling that it's usually right, you know? And I'm like, doesn't other people have a gut feeling like that? Like there's billions of people that are buying into this hook, line and sinker. Like, I don't understand why. Right. You know, get your vaccine. No. I don't fucking need one. I'm not going to get a flu shot. Why would I get a fucking vaccine for something that has a 99.7% survival rate? Right. You actually have, if you, if you take the shot, you, you have less of a chance to survive COVID than if you actually got COVID without having. How does that work? Yeah. Like, (laughs) I'm sorry. I'll take my chances with getting, getting COVID, you know? Exactly. I'll drink my water. I'll take my vitamin D. Yeah. Like, you know, I had no control over it, but my daughter, you know, she's 18. They required her to get the vaccine so she'd go on campus, you know, initially. Oh, so you don't have to wear a mask all day. Well, we knew that was going to be bullshit, you know, uh-huh. now they're still wearing a mask. But my ex and, and her husband, okay, the, they couldn't wait till any other time. It had to be done now, you know, big Bible thumping, almost occult style Christians. They um, should know better then. Yeah, got the jabby jab so they could take her mom's ashes that, you know, her mom died and was cremated 17 years ago, 16 years ago, something like that. Uh, Had to go down to the Bahamas this year 
to to spread the ashes. I'm like, well, we need a vaccine so we can fly. Well, why don't you just wait till it's all done and over with? Because you haven't done it for how many years, but whatever. I mean, I don't care. Me personally, if you have side effects from the vaccine, by all means, I ain't shedding a fucking tear. Yeah. Yeah. It it just doesn't make sense. Like, okay, whatever. You know, (laughs) it's just uh, the stupidity is beyond my comprehension. Oh, it is. It is. Oh, I I want to be able to fly. I've heard a couple people say that. I'm like, just drive. Okay. It takes a little bit longer. Take a train. What? It's like they convince themselves, like, it's the only way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right? It's like, no, I I can get my car. Okay. I can probably be in Florida in an hour if I fly. Might take me 16 to 24, depending on what part of Florida I want to go to. But you know what? I don't have to be around retarded people either. <laughs> I can be around myself and, my, and people that are close to me, like my family, if you know, if I want to, you know, that, that, but I haven't flown since I got out of the military anyway. So I don't, doesn't, it doesn't affect me. I don't plan on flying anywhere. Anyway. The same here. It's like, I don't give a shit. Like all these people at work that I work with, they're like, dude, why don't you just get it? And you could travel. I'm like, I'm not going to fucking travel anyway. I don't give a fuck. Right. <laughs> no, I'm a homebody dude. Like, like my whole thing from the very beginning was <clears throat> me and my, my buddies at work, we're talking, there's two of us, there's three of us that know this is all bullshit. And we're all like dead sent against the vax. We're not going to take it. Even if it comes down to the wire, put a fucking gun to my head, pull the trigger. I'm not taking it. Right. And uh, this other guy comes over. He's like trying to tell us to get the vaccine. We're like, no, man. <laughs> Yeah, go, go Boy, you're sand. not going to be able to not going to be able to travel. So, oh well, I got a car. I, why would I? I, I why walk. would I give up my bodily autonomy for for my freedom? Right. Fuck off. Or 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 a couple hundred dollars is worth my life. Right. If I have an adverse side effect. No, uh, I even I forget who I was telling this to. One of my guests. Um, we were talking, and my it got kind of brought up, you know, with my boss and me and the other guy were like we ain't taking the jab if it's required and in, and he kind of agreed because he goes yeah uh my sister-in-law got it she had some very ad- bad adverse side effects and she went to a follow-up appointment they had no records of her her records said that she was deceased what and i was like yeah and i was like yeah and i said this is the bullshit that, that we're talking about i said i'm not putting something foreign in my body and then, you know, I said, and on top of it, it violates the Nuremberg Code and Nuremberg Treaty. And if you don't know what that is, go look it up. And yep. he just looked at me like, okay, I guess I'll go look it up. But yeah, I'm, I'm not taking it. No way. No way in hell, bro. No, I don't even get flu shots. I'm, you know, the last time I got a mandatory shot was when I was in the military. You know, since then, no, I I just, I never believed in them. See, that, that's the thing. This is different because it's fucking gene altering, right? Yeah. It's an experimental gene therapy. It's like, nah, dude. <laughs> no, I'm good. I like you know, my genes the way uh, the creator made them. Exactly. Um, also, I took, I took the flu shot in my early 20s twice. And both times? You got sick as shit, didn't you? fever-induced hallucinations oh 
couldn't breathe, completely congested in the chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, but the worst case scenario of the flu, except for death, right? Right. I felt like I could have died, but yeah. uh, bedridden for like three weeks. That's crazy. But both oh, times you, you, you can't get sick from the shot. Right. That's what they'd always tell. And you. I, dude, I literally, I took the sh- I took the shot. I left the parking lot with my mom or dad. I don't remember. And I we just got out of the parking lot and it was instant. Sneezed like ten fucking times in a row. Chest went completely congested. Hmm. And I'm like, get home, fever. I'm just dead for like three weeks, man. Oh wow. Both times you think I would have learned from the first time? No, I did it again. And the same thing happened. Well, you learned from ultimately from the second. I time. never got the fucking full blown flu ever since I got the shots. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it was twenty years, thing. man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't. If yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, I'm a firm believer. You know, nature provides everything that we need to heal. For sure. Yeah, I knew. I know that now. Mm-hmm. So, have you had any other paranormal experiences other than that, or like, what's your journey yes. been like? Yes, uh, not from, well, I had another one. I'm not going to say it, but uh, I do have two that are, or a few that are really creepy from other people who were skeptical and now they're not. <laughs> so my, uh, my brother was telling me this one story where they went fishing in a boat in this lake that I, I used to go to when I was a kid, uh, but it was like three in the morning mm-hmm. and it's all quiet and they're just back to back fishing, right? In the boat. And they're like, they heard a splat, like a, like they heard fish jumping. So they, they're like, oh fuck, over that direction. So they cast out that direction. Next thing you know, bloop, other side. Like, what the fuck? So they cast the other direction, right? And it keeps happening and they keep casting back and forth to the direction of the jumping, right? Sounds like Sasquatch to me. <laughs> this is in the water, right? <laughs> yeah. So they're so they're like, what the fuck, right? So they just they cast back to back again. Or no, they're they're both cast forward because that's where the jump was. And all of a sudden they could fucking hear they heard this like splash. And they looked back. And when they look back, they're looking toward the the, the motor of the boat, right? And about a good 20 feet away, they see this fucking glowing hand in the water and it's approaching them. What the fuck? And they're both like, dude, what the fuck? And all they all they could hear was a whisper saying, help me, help me. Dude. And they fucking cranked the fucking motor and they got the fuck right out of there, right? Did, did someone drown there? Probably. Oh, man. Probably. Oh. but uh like when you were talking splashes i was thinking like rocks being thrown no it was like they thought it was like fish jumping right okay yeah um and yeah they got the fuck out of there and my brother told me that story one night and i was like he he, i'm like holy shit man and i was probably like 13 when he told me that story Mm -hmm. and then uh he uh he said ask your uncle ask uh he wasn't my uncle at the time, but he is now because he married my aunt, but he was a family friend. Okay. And uh, he's like, ask, ask Bill when you see him next time, right? So sure enough, it was like 
few years later, right? And I was at my Uncle Bill's place for dinner. I think it was for Thanksgiving. And I asked him, I'm like, dude, my, Kelly told me about uh, that time you were in the lake at Consecon. And he's like, oh, the hand? I'm like, okay, that's all I need yeah. to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, enough said, I believe you. <laughs> yeah, dude. And my brother was like, he was like, I never fucking believed in any of that shit. I thought it was all bullshit, but now I fucking know, you know? Right. Yeah. And same with same with my uncle. He he didn't fucking believe in that shit either. And and they both saw it and they both became aware, you know? Oh yeah. Uh here's something funny. Um the house we we, we live in, uh we bought it eh, going on four years now. You know, I think it was built in the sixties. Not nothing nobody ever died in this house nothing <clears throat> but we sleep with a fan on even in the middle of the window or minimal middle of winter and the windows open uh, colder the better you know um but a couple mornings uh, a couple weeks ago or whatever i'd wake up in the middle of the night and i'd hear this like little thump thump is this thump. recent yeah okay and and so i said something to my wife and she's like no don't 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 be going looking too far into it you know this and that you know she she believes in the spirit realm come to find out i i was over looking into it because i forgot she hung this little um like a picture with it just says relax on it but it's it just barely rests on this little nail so what i was hearing was the the wind hitting the it. wind hitting yeah. it and it just tapping against the wall but right. i'd wake up and i'd be like because she'd already be going you know, she gets up at like two in the morning to go to work and i'll be like what the fuck why is this always happening like and it would be like right around 3 30 in the morning and i'm like something ain't cool and then finally once i pinpointed what it was i was like you dumbass <laughs> there you go thinking oh fuck you know your house yeah. is haunted right but yeah th- thankfully it's not but yeah, it's just weird, you know. Once you see in into that or have an experience, uh, it's easy to tune right back into to okay, this is what it could be. You know? Yeah, for sure. Or, where yeah. others are, you know, they'll they'll debunk it, debunk it, and try everything they can until usually nine times out of ten they have a very bad experience. Yeah, um, I had a, a, another friend of mine who uh, very close friend and another friend he was at another of our friend's house this girl and uh he was at her place and he was total non-believer right never always thought that shit was bullshit just like a lot of people right um but he saw our other friend this girl at the end of the driveway sitting on the driveway like on her ass like knees out bent and she was rocking back and forth and crying and he's like joe what's wrong what's wrong and she's like she's like oh my god look over there right down the down the street a little bit like a few houses down Mm -hmm. and he looks over and he sees this old lady walking and like drops her bag picks it up walks a few more steps drops her bag again picks it up And then she, it's almost like she knew that they were watching her. And then she looks over at them and just fucking vanishes. Oh, dude. And the girl was like still crying. She said she died two weeks ago. Oh, fuck. Yeah. 
and and my buddy was just like like he just like every hair stood up on him right yeah he was just like and he's like now i know (laughs) you know oh man yeah Yeah, i've never seen something like that that'd freak me out it's wild man it's like telling you just seeing something on a repeat yeah the stories that i hear about people who were once skeptical are the like the best stories i think oh yeah because that turned them into like okay now i know there's a fucking spirit realm you know Mm -hmm. yeah before that they're like oh you're you're a crazy psycho exactly yeah even ghosts what do you believe in (laughs) aliens too (laughs) yeah Yeah. actually i kind of (laughs) do i kind of for me um the point in my life i'm at now is that i've taken all that i've learned and i'm applying it to the show such as yourself right Mm -hmm. um i I don't necessarily believe everything that I see or read about. Right. But I'm definitely open to entertaining. Thinking is possible. Yeah, absolutely. Because with God, anything is possible. Mm -hmm. Right. And if anything is possible, then, you know, yeah, there could be this, we could be living on a flat plane. Yeah. The Arctic and the Antarctic could be the wall and there could be continents beyond that maybe that's where the these aliens are so-called right. aliens are coming from they have the technology beyond in the other continents and they're using it here to come here and warp here we look we see it's gone you know mm-hmm. how do they do that because they probably harness the technology right right you know and flat earth was taught up until what the late 50s early 60s and then, yep. then it, all of a sudden, that's when we got the globe theory or whatever. And, and then we got not Nazi, I mean, NASA. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I always Never. find it funny how they say uh, in Hebrew, NASA means to deceive, right? Yeah. And uh, also the word NASA, it's the acronym NASA itself is so close to Nazi. Oh, big time. And then you can break NASA down into never a straight answer. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, there was a joke back in the day when the Challenger exploded, right? Mm-hmm, uh, the jokes were flying around back then when I was a kid. And I remember, hey, Dave, what does NASA stand for? I'm like, what? Need another seven astronauts. I'm like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. That's some dark shit. Because I know how I know. You, you and I are pretty close to the same age. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I was probably like, 11 or 12 when that happened yeah <laughs> i remember that we watched it in school in class like they brought the tv out and everything and they showed it and we're like whoa right and then somebody else said a joke it was like uh oh yeah they changed the nasa changed their official sponsor soft drink from uh seven up to ocean spray oh fuck. <laughs> wow, <dude. laughs> oh shit but now there's that theory that all these these so-called astronauts are still out and about. They have different careers now. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. just actors. I, yep. And then I, I was posting some stuff on IG, you know, with, with them being attached to cables and stuff like that. And, you know, try. oh, look, my hair's standing up. Well, yeah, but it still doesn't, should move. Why do you have so yeah. much hairspray in it? You know what <laughs> I mean? like, well, there's a lot of videos out there that show that, every time they show people out in so-called space, they're really just actually underwater and there's a green mm-hmm. screen and shit. Yeah. And you can see the little, <sighs> little bubbles 
every now yeah. and again fly go by. I have a I have a friend who's so obsessed with space, right? Yeah. And I keep trying to give him these theories. He's like, "Fucking bullshit, dude." You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm sending them these videos, and he's just like, I don't know, maybe it'll get to him one day, but he's still yeah. like watching documentaries about space and other planets and dude, shit. You, you got to find the one where they zoom in on on the rover and there's a fly. Oh shit. Yeah, it might be, you might be able to find it on YouTube, but yeah, someone's sitting there and they zoom in on this image of this rover, right? That's supposed to be on Mars or something or whatever. And there's like a fly or a cockroach sitting on it. And it's like <laughs> In space. In space. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love, you know, I love listening to Eddie Bravo when he talks about space. Oh, dude, totally. He's so funny. Just the way he said, he's like, dude, I used to be so obsessed with space. Yeah. Space, this space, right? Uh This fucking guy cracks me up. His energy is so funny. Oh, definitely. Yeah. He's got some wild energy. Yeah, man. So I posted a couple things today on, on Krampus. Are you familiar with Krampus by any chance? Yes. Because uh, I've, I've been looking for, like me and uh, Colorado Dank uh, touched on it a little bit um, on my latest episode. But uh, I bring it up to people around me and, and they're like, I never heard it. Even my wife, like we were listening, to, she wanted to listen to the podcast and what have you. And we got to that part and she goes, that's creepy stuff. I said, oh, Eastern or the European countries still actually celebrate Krampus and, yeah. and, and, and all this. And she's like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah. Where do you think the whole, I, I got a lump of coal come from? She's like, oh, whoa. I said, they just replaced it with Elf on a Shelf. Yeah, exactly. And then she just looked at me like, oh. And then I came in here to, to record this. <laughs> <laughs> Wild, man. Yeah, what, yeah what's this... your take on it? Oh man, it's so hard to say because it's so ancient, mm-hmm. like that kind of uh, mythology or whatever, right? But yeah. who knows? It's it's like I said, anything's possible. Yeah, there I could mean, be this fucking. There's movies about Krampus now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I haven't, a, I haven't really seen any of them, but I, I, I haven't either. I wouldn't mind doing that for Christmas movie because I'm not into fucking Christmas anymore, man. That, that's just yeah. long gone for me. Like, it's all fucking. It's Econ- yeah. economy based, right? Yeah. Saturnalia and just buy, buy, buy. Like Black mm-hmm. Friday. This all the holidays now are just to buy shit we don't need, right? Yeah, because as soon <clears> as <throat> Christmas is over, we're gonna gotta buy candy and gotta buy roses and gotta buy cards for yeah. for for Valentine's. It, it's bullshit. And then everything. Saint, yeah, and then Saint Patrick's Day. Try telling Day. try telling a new date that yeah Valentine's Day, right? <laughs> That's why I'm I'm single and I'm probably gonna be single for a while because of all the shit that I know and all the shit that I choose not to partake in anymore <laughs> yeah and that's part of why i do my podcast because i find that i have so much time being single that i should be doing something a little more productive and you know so hence hence this right mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> uh, and i'm having a blast doing it me too man it's i was like, so nervous when uh, i started like completely uh, and it's I, liberating I, I, oh it is it is because yeah, yeah. i even had to think you know ryan me, me and him recorded uh ryan dean from dangerous world podcast recorded Love that guy. something yeah something last night and i i had to tell him i said you know and i even said i hope you like the introduction because it's going to come from the heart i said you know you're 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 my mentor you, you, you kind of gave me the nudge and 
were willing to answer all my stupid questions. And when I'm sitting there freaking out, well, can I do this? You know, just do it, just do it. And, but now I have, I'm getting a little bit better and a little bit more comfortable, but you know, behind the mic and yeah, the more you do it, the more my voice. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was the biggest thing hearing my voice. I was like, man, I sound dumb. Who wants to listen to me? I, you know everybody, what I mean? A lot of people uh, feel that way. Even, even singers. Yeah. yeah they you know, singers that. don't want to listen to their own shit because they're like, fuck, I can't stand my own voice, but people fucking love it. You know? Right. Yeah. And it's the same with us. It's like, like I had thoughts from the beginning. I'm like, nobody's going to listen to my fucking me spouting off sh- bullshit about conspiracy theories and shit like that. Right. Right. But it's growing. So I'm like, okay, I must be doing something right. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm just going to keep going, you know? Oh, it's fun. It's I so actually, much fun. What? In one of my, those Krampus posts, um, I got actually invited to go on a, a, a another podcast to talk about it. I'm like, hmm, well, I'm down. I'm, I, you know, replied in the comments. I it was kind of weird. I, you know, usually that's like a, you know, a private message or a DM or whatever. And, uh, you know, I was like, yeah, hell, I'll come on, you know let's talk Krampus and, and Santa and how he's Kronos and you know, his belly's fat from eating kids. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. What's with yeah. the whole chimney thing that I forget. I forget where that derived from. I, I have heard where it did come from, but I, it's it slipping my mind. See, I and... could see a, a, a more, more like a, a creepy fucking demon guy coming down the chimney rather than a fat guy fitting down, fitting his fat ass down it, right? I think initially it was a, yeah. creepy, a creepy guy. And then it just got turned into Santa doing it and, you know, all sorts of weird different things. And it, it like you said, it, it, it it's not what it, it's meant to be you know the whole whole christmas tradition is a complete and with many other christian uh traditions are just a complete ripoff of old pagan societies and exactly yeah and fit to make their narrative and you know the evergreen tree for fertility you know the star on the top is saturn you know it's people people just don't want to know where their traditions came from because that that makes them question themselves and their beliefs yep and it makes people uncomfortable it does you know i mean even uh i don't know how you were but <clears throat> when i first became really aware of all the symbology that surrounded me i really got like traumatized by it and super depressed oh really yeah and I, I know a few other people that feel the same way. Like when they first started waking up, they're like, dude, I I had such a huge depression. Like I didn't want to talk to anybody. All I could see was like all this shit around me and like my eyes were open, but I'm scared, you know? And then once you get over that hump, then it's like, okay, I'm, I'm fucking liberated now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I ever got depressed. Uh, You're lucky. <laughs> I think I got more frustrated because uh, I didn't really have anybody that I could talk to about it. And people that, that, that I was, would. I think that was part of the depression. Yeah. Yeah. And because you don't want to run around saying, dude, look at this. Look, look, look. And then you're like a fucking crazy guy. Right. Yeah. 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 For sure. <laughs> you know, you, you're waking up and you want to wake the whole world up at the same exactly, time. But, yeah. but then you got to take a step back and be like, 
okay, let me let me take it yep. a step at a time, and we'll be we'll be all right, you know, and exactly. we'll get through this, yep. and eventually, you can slowly talk to people and just drop breadcrumbs, and then sometimes they'll nibble, and then they'll come back and be like, hey, you said this the other week, and what do you mean by that? Yeah, and you have a conversation. Yeah, it's great. I love it. <laughs> yeah, for uh, sure. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I think we should wrap up. We're almost at two hours. <laughs> I think. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, we're getting there. Yeah, I actually have to do make a beer run. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got to go in and get some some stuff to make dinner tonight. So cool, man. We uh, could do this again. I, I'm gonna. I'll I'll tell Matt uh, to let you jump in uh, Monday night Monday night master debaters too sometime. Yeah, he actually messaged me the other night asking if awesome. I wanted to come on. Um, but with my wife's work schedule, recording at nine oh, that's right. on a yeah. Monday is really hard. Um, I did tell him and Ryan, and I'll tell you now, uh, I'll have to do it on, you know, if I take a vacation or whatever and, and you know, have a Tuesday off, and, you know, sometime yeah. down the road. No uh, problem. Love to, yeah. You know, <laughs> they're some of my favorite episodes to listen to because it's just. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're great like, guys. Like, yeah. they're very supportive we're all supportive, you know, like oh, I told you from the beginning, like, cause when I created a story of your thing, you're like, dude, thanks, man. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm just trying to support. Yeah. That's yeah. what we do. Right. Right. And it's not I, a competition. No. And I still got to f- figure out Instagram a little bit more because dude, I had it for years on a personal account. And I think I might've posted four posts ever. Like I never right, really right. messed with IG, you know, I'd mess with Facebook and then about a year ago, I really got heavy on Telegram. And now yeah. it's funny. I hear other podcasts talk about, yo, jump to Telegram, jump to Telegram. And I'm sitting there. I've, I've been there for a year, man. Like you can actually literally record. We could have done this through Telegram. Only through Telegram. Yeah. Yeah. It, it wouldn't. I don't think it records the, the video. It just records the audio. I think it does I, record the video. Does it? I'll have I to look. Cause I, I, I have saw some... live streams on there. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to, yeah, I'll I don't know how to do it, it, but yeah, I don't know yeah. how to do the live, but I, I've recorded a couple conversations from a, a, one of the groups that I'm in just to play around. You know, I said, you know, I'm never going to publish this, but I just want to see, you know, if I can use this audio, that's just another way to conduct an interview eventually. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So, but yeah, tell people where they can find you at. Me. Um, I am on Instagram at red pill cartel podcast um my old account is davy wavy 2112 but it's hacked so don't go there anymore uh <laughs> also um <clears throat> excuse me uh my podcast is on like pretty much on everything except for youtube it's only audio only so wherever you listen to your podcast you can find me there red pill cartel nice nice and also t.me forward slash red pill cartel on telegram nice there's only like 13 people on there, but yeah, know, mine's, mine's small as well. I, I, yeah. I've been plugging it, but uh, I think people are kind of still scared to jump over to Telegram. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like, oh, another new platform, but uh, it's yeah. fun. I have a lot of blasts on, on Telegram. To, the, to our audiences, uh, if you do get Telegram, get it from the website, not the, the, the store, the, yes. like the app store because it's more official and it's like more uncensored because some channels you can't view, you can't access unless you have the actual one downloaded from the website. Right. Yeah. And then, so. you, then you get people, well, it's Russian owned now. It's always been Russian. Owned. <laughs> yeah. Facebook's not even 
privately owned. It's CIA owned. So, right. you know, get off, get off me about that shit. <laughs> I honestly don't give a shit about like who's no. watching or whatever. It's like, who cares? Yeah. Are you, are you a criminal or, <laughs> you know? Uh, and it's not even that. You, you, um, it's different here in America. You, all right. You want to track me? You want to come follow me? You, you want to show up at my house? You better have good intentions because if you have bad intentions, you ain't leaving. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Adios, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, like, yeah, plug yourself too for my audience because we're going to swap this, right? So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you can get a hold of me if you want to, uh, if you have any content or want to be a guest on the show. It's mythirdeyepod at gmail.com. Uh, my Instagram is mythirdeyepodcast. Facebook is mythirdeyepodcast as well. Um, the Facebook is separated into actual its own words because obviously you can't do that on Instagram for whatever reason. Um, on Twitter, it's at my third iPod and telegram is t.me forward slash my third iPodcast chat. Um, I also just started a, a YouTube page. Um, I have one video up there so far. Uh, some guests do allow me to, to use the, the video. So when I do get permission. I will, I will throw up the, uh, you know, the video, the, the podcast in case you want to watch it. And I'm sure in the future, I'm going to have guests that, you know, might have some uh, you know, visual displays that, that need to get out there. So just look for my third eye podcast on YouTube. And if you're familiar with, with the logo of my show, which, uh, uh it's the one I use for, for the YouTube page, you know, once you see that click on it, go smash that subscribe button, give it a like and a follow and, and enjoy the content that that i try to put out and that davy wavy puts out because you know i, I say it all the time i'm coming out swinging my battle axe you know i, I, I want to get this information out there and you know if, if it's if it's a battle to get it out there that makes it even more fun right all right cool man well it was a pleasure man finally we got to do this yeah absolutely and uh we'll talk a little off the air and we'll uh We'll wrap it up there. Cool, man. Thank you guys for tuning in once again. You are my beloved cartel. I couldn't do this without you. Um, Well, I could, but if nobody was listening, then what the fuck is the point, right? So I just thank you guys for being dedicated and uh, catching my my uh words every well once twice three times a week um i'm very thankful for you guys uh uh i also urge you to go check out ghost's show uh, my third eye podcast all the links are in the show notes um he's got some great content including a really good one with uh tom sevid uh who really knows his shit when it comes to uh, Bigfoot. There's a First Nations word for that. I can't remember exactly how to pronounce it, but uh, check that episode out. It's pretty awesome. Also, his DMT episode is pretty awesome, too. Um, so, yeah. Go check that out, folks. And, uh, you know, I hate pitching this all the time, but uh, if you could, please, you know, Nigel's stuck in the Matrix still, so if you want to help get him out, you know, throw a few extra shekels that you have laying around uh, his way and uh, help him break free from the Matrix and uh, yeah uh, you know how to find me um, at Red Pill Cartel Podcast on 
uh, Instagram as well as uh, t.me forward slash red pill cartel on Telegram if you want to join that for the chat. There's a lot of info going around there. Uh, yeah, guys, just thank you so much for tuning in and uh, I'll see you next time.